This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Hello, Unity Community. Nate Hitchcock here. So, so very, very pleased to be with you this morning on this call, on this in this service for Unity Community of Central Oregon. Um, I'm going to be totally blunt and honest with you. <laughs> it's been a heck of a time preparing for this talk and in in practicing and practicing and doing it and looking at it, I've discovered I can't look into this camera. <laughs> it's super distracting. It pulls me out of source. It pulls me out of uh, all that is around me and into this, these heads. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to look this way <laughs> while I talk. Just imagine I'm on stage, if you can. I'm going to be staring at my beautiful wife here, who uh, is my sole audience. One of the things we did preparing for this talk um, was prepping the house and getting everything gussied up. Uh, we got the call yesterday from Kevin that our good friend Lise had some complications come up in life and wasn't going to be able to pull it off uh, today for the talk. And I love doing talks right out of the gate. I love being called in off the bench. So I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. I have no idea what we're talking about, Kevin. Wait, by the way, Kevin, what are we talking about? And all is well is the, is the response that uh, I get from Kevin was the title of Lisa's talk. Of course, obviously all is not well. Uh, Lisa can't, can't make it to do the talk. One would assume that must all must be well in order to do something like this. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Interestingly enough, in preparing for this, uh, we wanted to make everything well. We wanted to make all well. Uh, and so we clean up the house. We make everything look good. Uh, the scene behind me was, of course, total chaos. We have a teenager, two dogs, two cats. Uh, the house we're living in right now is like 780 square feet or something like that. And we're up in the loft. But we wanted to make everything look all as well so it could be all as well. Um, <laughs> honest to God... It stressed me out to no end. I was sort of like there was going to be a party coming and the president was coming and we weren't ready or something like that. And here I am trying to download a talk on all is well <laughs> for the unity community of Central Oregon. And I'm stressed out. So open the doors. We let the dogs out, which were sequestered in one of the bedrooms. We let the cats out. Uh, they're going to be walking around. Uh, invite my wife in to, uh, to join us. And so we're going to be real today and look at this all is well thing. Because, I mean, come on, that's a bunch of BS at most times, is it not? All is well. And all is not always well. Um, what about the times when uh, not all is well, or worse yet, all is not well. Those times happen. How do I know this? Because I've lived them. At this moment in time, my beloved wife and I and our daughter are living in a beach house on the coast of Central Oregon, or Central Oregon Coast. Wow, what the heck we call this? It's the Oregon Coast. It's beautiful. Oh my God, it is so beautiful here. And there's hardly any people here. We've been here for eight months. It was supposed to be eight weeks, and now we've been here for eight months. And here's the best part. We haven't paid a penny in rent, and we don't have to pay a penny in rent. It was a gift in exchange for some us giving 
of things, but that's fine. It wasn't money. What a gift. Outside right now, it's spring. It's Memorial Day weekend. The tourists are in town. Everybody's happy. The kids are playing. The dogs are romping and barking. It's warm out. I think it's pushing 70 or something like that. The sun is shining. The sea is calm. The wind is not blowing too hard. It's a beautiful day out. All is well. That's not always been the case. Now, (laughs) if you know the Central Oregon coast, you know that oftentimes it's terrible weather here. We came here to paint six, as it turns out, seven houses that are right on the beach. And the upside was we got to live in one of those while we did that. It's taken a long time, longer than anybody expected, but that's a completely different story. Weather was a factor in that, though, a huge factor in that. While it's beautiful out right now, there were days this year, in fact, more often than not, uh, since we've been here, when the weather was absolutely, one might describe, unbearable, crazy. Uh, There were times where we couldn't even sleep. The wind and rain was blowing so hard, the house was shaking, and it's a brand new house that You know, brand new houses don't shake very much. It's like some old rickety thing. And today it's all as well. Yesterday, earlier in the year, not so much. Dark, gray clouds day after day. And we learned something amazing about dark, gray clouds that come day after day. I don't do well with those. (laughs) A California boy raising California sunshine. These long, dark winters... But thank goodness for community. Uh, it took an intervention from Jane Hyatt and my friend Kevin Kubota to whip me out of some dark, wintry days here in central Oregon. And now I sit in here, all is well. The sun is shining, it's spring, and it's beautiful. So what gives? Is all well or is all not always well? How can those two be the same? And then you begin to realize you had to dig deeper than that. You can't look at the surface of the weather. Let's just use the weather. I've been experiencing all sorts of crazy weather this winter on the coast. The good, the bad, and the very ugly, and the very good. You begin to understand that if you align your wellness by the weather of the external world, you can't maintain all as well because we have a different perception of what well is. This coast that we're sitting on right now received one heck of a beating from our perspective from Mother Nature this winter. Right in front of the house is ocean. I'm looking out a window at nothing but ocean. And down there on the beach, it's a rocky beach and areas. And when the tide goes out, some really neat tide pools come to, come to show off. Starfish and every bit of clams and mussels and all sorts of sea life. You can't even imagine there's so much of it there. When we first got here, we were just nerding out down there, taking these amazing pictures of everything and uh, all this life and vibrance and oh, just amazing. And then winter rolls in, and there were two storms this winter that were absolutely Woo! <laughs> shake the house storms, shake the whole coast storms. 
And in the process, they stripped. The big torrential heavy waves came in and just pounded the shores and stripped everything off of it. All the sand that was on the beach disappeared. All of the sea life that was in these tide pools is gone. We find this when we go out after the storm has passed and we go back out there and we're like, where did all the starfish and the sea anemones and the clams and the mussels and the crabs and all the little, all the little things that were living down there, where'd they go? What happened? The storm destroyed them, destroyed their environment. The storm has brought many of hard days to this head, this heart, destroyed my environment, took the sun away, and left me with darkness and gray. And it took going deeper than that. On uh, Easter, we heard a song called, um, what was it called, Aaron? <laughs> I can't remember. But the oh, lyric in the song is by our, by our great band, Wookie Foot. Uh, the lyric in the song is, is, there's no way out, but there is a way in, and you're it. That's the name of the song, is you're it, as Aaron's reminding me now. You're it. <laughs> and it, there's an important lesson there. There is no way out of the storms of life. They're going to come. <laughs> you can want all you want for things to be different, for it to be sun all the time, for it to be wonderful. But the storms are going to come. And it's not whether they come and how you control the storms. Can you keep them from coming? Can you put up a protection around you that keeps that storm from happening? Or can you throw up some science into the sky and keep the storms from coming altogether? Can we do that? Let's just have every day be a sunny day. Obviously, that's not possible. The storms are going to come. The heavy waves are going to come crashing on the beach of our lives, and they're going to rip our life to pieces. And if you are at a point in life when that hasn't happened yet, kudos. That is awesome. Hang on for the journey. I was watching a Tony Robbins seminar. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. I'm not your guru. It's one of I love to go there when I'm feeling down uh, because right off the bat he has a, a suicide intervention moment, which is applicable to me. And he basically just breaks it down and says, you know, life's not always going to be good. It's not that life is happening to you. The waves are not crashing on you. They're there crashing for you. And how he frames it in his life, he had a really, really tough life. And as he puts it in his own words, my mom beat the crap out of me. And I'm so grateful for it because it made me who I am today. It, it basically beat into me the compassion, the love, the caring, the, the desire to help others get through tough times. That a day of a life of permanent sunshine and happiness just simply wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to. And so we find that we got to go in past all the tumultuous ways and the what's going on in our lives. And we got to look deeper than that. We got to go below the crashing ways into the ocean. 
and settle into a whole other world down there that we don't even know exists most days. Because we're so busy on top of the waves surfing them. If we're in a good place, otherwise we're on the beach and they're bashing on us and breaking our surfboard to bits and stripping our lives to pieces. Same wave. So we begin to find its perspective. What, what's the difference here? What's this inside-outside? And I'm coming in my life to find that I get so attached to what my mind feels should be. How things should have gone, how they should go in the future, and things really can get out of whack when they don't life, they, things, doesn't sign up for that program, didn't get that memo. I mean, what's the classic joke? How, how do you make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Tell him her your plans. <laughs> and so surfing, which we just talked about, these waves, you can stand there, you can have them crash on you, or you can get on a surfboard and you can paddle out there with your will, with your desire, with your abilities, with being human, your two hands and your two feet that allow you to paddle through this stormy surf and into the waves that can be ridden. But even when you're out there as a surfer, when you think you found it all, you have to wait. You have to wait for the right timing for everything. You can't just say, I want a wave now. You have to wait for the right wave at the right time. And sometimes it'll shift. And you have to ride whatever is given to you. My family and I have been through one heck of a year since COVID hit, as most families have. That is a story for another day. I can tell you that as I sit here, Memorial Day weekend, looking out on the sunny seas, all is well on my surface. All is not well on my surface in the past. Over the past 12 months, it has not always been well. We have not always had a beach house to live in for free. In fact, this time last year, one might call us homeless. The Facebook version was, oh, we're camping. We're out boondocking, having a good time, spending a summer doing something new. Yeah, the caption at the bottom of that photo is, the Hitchcock family's homeless summer. Very difficult times, and yet now we find ourselves in a beach house for free. A beach house that would not have come into our experience had we not leaned into the homelessness. Had I gone through with some of the motivations of my very tormented mind to get out of everything, out of my body, out of this world, out of all the problems that I have. And abandon them. Had I gotten out of it. Or had I received some great gift. That I was oh so praying for and hoping for. From all that is. Please God send us a buttload of money. So we can get out of this problem. That we find ourselves in. That didn't happen. And so we went to camp for a summer. 
like I said, another story. And as that's coming to a close, and it's clearly this weather is changing, and, and this isn't going to work anymore. The fire season's here, and and you, you can't camp in the in the forest that's on fire. And, and and right after that, we know the rains and the snows are coming. And we, what are we going to do? We just kept putting one foot in front of the other, going out there and giving back to the world in every way we knew how to make a few bucks here and there while the internal healing continued. And out of the blue, a job opportunity comes up for somebody who has good skills painting, who is a self-starter, is organized and reliable and trustworthy, and who is willing to go move to the coast for an undetermined amount of time to paint houses as quickly as the weather will let you. That's a pretty interesting predicament to find oneself in homelessness. And it just so happened to be exactly what this particular person who employed us to do this work for him needed. Somebody who was free of any other responsibilities because it came up at the last second. It came up at the last second. The painter he had lined up to do it bailed on him. So I can't do it. I've decided it's too late in the year. The weather's coming. I, I can't be out there that long. And da, 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 da. And here we are going, we got nothing. We got no place to live. We've got nothing tying us down. And then we get to grab hold of this, this kite, this airplane, I don't know, whatever. And we get to go off on this amazing journey for eight months on the Oregon coast and learning about life and watching good days come and good days go and then bad days follow them in, both in the weather and in our hearts. And learning that there's no way out of it. There's no way into all is well in this physical world. The ways will always crash at the ocean. There's things beyond our comprehension going on out there that are causing those waves to generate and come to this beach and crash on it and do what they do. If we choose to surf them, if we choose to stand there and get pummeled by them, if we choose to just back off, and avoid them, it's our own choice. What we do with the waves that come crashing is absolutely up to us. It's up to our conscious selves, the physical beings that are here on earth. But they need guidance because they're apt to maybe look at the wrong places for wellness when they should be looking within. They need our guidance from within our quiet time. The thing that I keep getting is meditation. I'm sure you're probably getting something else. Meditation and yoga are what keep hitting me up against the head. How do I find this wellness that I want all the time? It's understanding that all is well all the time. Because all is all that is. There's nothing else going on. We can't have these beautiful sunny days without the terrible, cloudy, stormy, ugly days that end life. We wouldn't have these beautiful days that bring life. If none of us ever died on this planet, there'd never be any room for babies to come. All is well when you pull back and you look at the bigger picture. If you're looking at a 
bottle of water, which I just so happen to have in front of me here. There's the level of water in it. Which part of this are we looking at? Are we looking at the top half of it? An empty bottle? Or do we look at the bottom half of it? A full bottle. Well, it turns out it's neither. It's a bottle. And it has some water in it. Sometimes it doesn't have any water in it. Sometimes it does. But if this bottle decides that its happiness is based upon whether or not it has any water in it, it's going to have a tough go of things. Really all it wants to do is this. This is its point. To hold water and to give that holding, that water it holds to somebody else. And then to have more water come and fill the empty vessel. And then that is given to somebody else. The point of life as I see it at the moment Receive love, water from the world when you're empty. Let it in. Take it. Don't focus on the fact that you're empty. This same band, Wookie Foot, I love their line. If you find yourself in hell, don't stop. <laughs> it's another lyric in one of their songs. Keep moving. Let the water come, fill your bottle, but don't forget to give that back when somebody around you is thirsty. Give that love back. It is a two-way thing. If your bottle is full and you can't take any more, you're stuck. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful to be here with you guys today. And I so, so look forward to seeing you guys on June 6th in person at Unity Community when we reopen. God bless.